Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews of the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes, and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On today's episode, I am talking about the classic Jackie Chan film, Spiritual Kung Fu. This came out in 2020. This came out in 1978, directed by Wee Lo, written by Lee Pan, starring, of course, Jackie Chan in this movie, a goofy student is taught a lost martial arts style by five ghosts. Uh, This movie, after having watched A Half a Loaf of Kung Fu and not really enjoying it that much, I was really nervous watching another early Jackie Chan movie. I was very nervous. But I have to say, I absolutely love this movie. It's so creative, so different, The comedy is far more subtle. It's not goofy, big, over-the-top slapstick like Half a Loaf of Kung Fu was. I had a lot of fun. It's a must-watch if you want to dig into early Jackie Chan. It is a great early Jackie Chan film. Um, You know, like I said, after the last film, this one's so much better. Like, just the first shot of this shows the cinematography so much better set design so much better wardrobe so much better all every in every aspect is already elevated in this one uh you still have jackie being a goofball is as always in almost every movie him getting in trouble uh but it's not as cheese ball there are definitely some great fight moments uh and uh fight moments that play into the camera almost like they would if it was shot in 3d which you know like poles being shoved into the camera fists flying at the camera uh things like that so i I, very visually a very unique way it was shot great shots camera angles in this one uh along with a lot of camera tricks to pull off the whole supernatural elements that exist the ghosts that exist in this Uh, The location of this movie is like this Shaolin monastery, which is really cool. Uh, Jackie is kind of the student training to become one. Uh, Is Part of his duties there is to guard uh, this monastery that houses uh, very important books, very important uh, books that have knowledge that could uh, allow people to uh, gain abilities. And, uh, you know, since Jackie plays characters that are goofballs, he ends up being in trouble a lot, being a troublemaker. Um, And in some cases, it makes him and his character unlikable. And like so often he will be on he'll be riding that line of being unlikable, whether it's this movie, uh, whether it's half a loaf of kung fu, whether it's the first drunken master, you know, And then him playing victim, right, not really taking responsibility for his actions, which is also kind of 
it's a bummer. It's like it, it's it's a bummer to have Jackie Chan be somewhat unlikable at moments, but at the same time, you know, he's a jokester. He brings the comedy. Uh, and this is another story about the importance of written knowledge, which is similar in many ways to Half a Loaf of Kung Fu, where Jackie Chan's character in that movie learns how to fight. Like at the beginning of the movie, has no idea how to fight and learns and and finally has a good fight scene towards the end of that film because he read it from the, these these uh, lessons that were passed passed down. So interesting that that's a theme that's carried over into this one. Uh, but it's also kind of a haunted house story, right? Except for it's a haunted monastery uh, with prankster ghosts, which so even the ghosts kind of have similarities to Jackie Chan's character, which I think is probably why he's able to converse with them and learn from them, unlike the other people who are just scared. Uh, but a completely original, in my view completely original kung fu story like never have i i mean i'm sure there's other ones where there's a supernatural element to it uh but it was completely surprising to me there's great training montages like anything i've ever seen that were just so much fun you know you have uh this family who gets their hands on an old kung fu style and is using it to compete against other clans uh so you kind of it sets up the typical kung fu staged fights where it's like two guys out in the middle of nowhere and they fight each other so it kind of sets up those types of fight scenes in a in a fun way um but once you see where this movie is going and how it's going to get there i was hooked right and looking forward to this fun ride that is uh this movie that is spiritual kung fu uh but i do want to get into spoilers of this movie talk about specifics i did love this movie i would highly recommend checking out this movie if you're looking for a fun kung fu movie but yeah spoilers from here on out um and right out the gate i was liking this movie more than half a loaf of kung fu right instead of opening with like Half a Loaf of Kung Fu opens with this long, super cheesy, very long, very cheesy segment that has nothing to do with the movie at all. This one opens with great cinematography, well-framed B-roll stuff, right? Of course, it also opens with Jackie getting punished. There's Jackie gets punished many times in this because he's such a troublemaker, which it is almost fun to see all of the different ways Jackie Chan gets punished in these early films, whether it's this one, whether it's uh, Drunken Master. Uh, like, there's always very funny, inventive ways he's being punished. Um, and in this one, it's the first scene with Jackie. You see he's, like, got a bench over his shoulders, and the bench is kind of sticking out almost like a, a diving board off the front of his head. And there's a bowl at the end of the bench. And then in each hand, he has a bowl in each hand full of water. Right? Uh, and the timer for his punishment is a stick of incense, which he gets busted trying to, you know, blow the stick of incense uh, to burn faster. 
which is uh, you know, just a, a fun little intro to see Jackie in this movie, which, of course, his character's name isn't Jackie, but it's Yi Lang. But I will be referring to him as Jackie because it's just I mean, how could you not? How could you not? How could you not? He's Jackie Chan. I can't. It's a Jackie Chan movie. Jackie Chan's in it. I'm going to be talking about what Jackie Chan does in this movie. They call him something else, but I call him Jackie Chan. Then there's another one where his arms are spread open trapped strapped to a log almost like crucifix style in a way and then his legs are open and between his knees is another log that's strapped between them and his like job is to move a stack of bricks to another pile to you know stack the bricks up um you have the leader of the monastery punishes himself after the manual gets stolen right and his punishment to himself is to meditate and repent for a hundred days, almost a third of the year. And it's kind of refreshing. I mean, Jackie Chan's punishment's funny, well-deserved. But then you see after this manual gets stolen, right, which a lot of people, starting with Jackie, weren't doing their jobs. They weren't able to keep this ninja guy, ninja person, from coming in and stealing the manual. And it's refreshing to see a leader not only take responsibility for things that happen while they are in power, but also insists on a form of punishment despite other people protesting. Like, it is so refreshing. Whether you look at uh, American politics or even if you've ever had a job at a place, it is so rare, like, working at a place for a manager to take responsibility for things that happen while they are working. They, it, it is like we live in a country that passing the buck is as American as apple pie and colonialism. You know, it, it's refreshing to see this, this leader give himself a punishment in this. Um, and then you see everyone who was on guard duty during the incident also receive a punishment the same punishment, but only for three days instead of 100 days. And, of course, Jackie tries to avoid it, acting like he's the victim. Like, it's not my fault. Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about attention, attention all, all Ray, Ray Taylor, Taylor show, show fans. fans. We're excited to announce we've just released a line of exclusive merchandise featuring original artwork inspired by the show. Our high quality shirts and biodegradable phone cases are a perfect way to show your support for the show and make a great gift for any fan. Plus, with each purchase, you'll be helping us continue to bring you great content. So don't wait. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com now and check out the full collection. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll show your support by grabbing some Ray Taylor Show merchandise today. And now, let's get back to the show. And then when he's in there, there's this weird scene where it seemed like a dream sequence, which maybe this whole movie i could see a theory for this whole movie this whole movie is a dream sequence that takes place inside jackie's character's mind while he's on this three-day punishment and none of it actually really happened which i would completely buy because he goes in to do this three-day meditation punishment and he's like immediately not doing not meditating where everybody else is instantly meditating 
and he's just kind of lounging and thinking he's like just, i'm gonna dream about all of the food that i'm gonna eat when we're done with this three-day meditation right cut to him looking like picking up animals and all that kind of stuff making a stew but then getting punished for making this stew out of all these animals and then having to write like transcribe all of these things with this giant like four foot long heavy paintbrush which is ridiculous which is something you would see in a dream a wacky dream almost like the scene like bart simpson at the beginning of the simpson where he's writing i will not do whatever whatever on the chalkboard that is kind of like what jackie chan is doing transcribing these these things from uh, a book to these scrolls with this gigantic paintbrush right multiple scrolls that he's got to fill in right so there's like some of the moments where jackie's being punished in this there's also a lot of cool action in this which is great uh of course there's the scene where the ninja comes in to steal the manual right kind of silently knocking out a bunch of people catching them before they hit the ground some cool exchanges between the ninja and the kind of the head monk that is the last person guarding the manual and keeping the ninja keeping the book out of reach and then escaping out the window really fun action set piece uh you have a, a great set piece with jackie fighting a girl uh her and her dad come by to tell them that someone is using the seven fists which is the manual that was stolen right and they're using it to beat all these other clans uh and jackie gives her this tour right he's told to give her a tour of the monastery and he's stoked he's never seen a girl before right uh and uh he's acting creepy as a guy who's probably in his early tw i don't know how old jackie's character is supposed to be right early 20s probably he's never seen a girl of course he's gonna act creepy um but he's you know kind of excited to use what he's recently learned and like they kind of make a bet uh of them you know doing their fighting each other kind of a thing and one thing i love about these kung fu movies are especially these jackie chan movies that i've been seeing i mean even the obviously michelle yo films that i've been watching is that there's so many strong women female characters who can fight like there's it's so rare i mean there definitely are female characters in these movies that can't fight and are helpless but there's also men in these movies that can't fight and are helpless but there's in all of these movies whether it's this movie whether it's you know the drunken master movies whether it's all of the michelle yo obviously she's one of but not always the only strong female character uh but there's always like a strong female character who can kick ass uh which i do appreciate you know like drunken master his aunt or his his stepmom uh you have michelle yo obviously in police story super cop uh or you know her movies and even in half loaf of kung fu which isn't a movie that i really liked many of the few people that could actually fight in that movie were women so i do love that and many of the time they overpower jackie which i enjoy that as well 
There's also another moment after he learns from his mistakes, he fights her again. Uh, and it's kind of charming him fighting her, like kind of showing off in a lot of ways. Uh, and she smiles and takes it as kind of a game as he's more serious trying to prove himself. And of course it ends up uh, kind of embarrassing her. But another great kind of action sequence between the two of them, fight sequence between the two of them. Uh, you also have the ninja going to kill the monk, blamed for the blood palm murder when he's locked away. And you see a ninja going in to go kill him. Great. This time it's a different ninja uh, who's killing another. There's like multiple people dressed up. And I don't think they're actual ninjas, but they are dressed in black. They are very silent uh, and come to find out, I believe they were both women. I don't know if the original one was. You have Jackie on the final stages of his training. You have finding, you know, getting all the ghosts, fighting all the ghosts at the same time, which is really great. And I love how the progression of the training with with the ghosts, like the first one is like them just grabbing him and moving his limbs in weird ways. Uh, and then progressively, it's him actually learning uh, moves and then actually fighting them, sparring with them, which is really great. Um, and while that's happening, while tr Jackie's kind of progressively learning more and more from these ghosts throughout this movie, you also have the bad guy with the seven fists. There's, you know defeating more and more people as he moves closer to uh, the final battle. And you have Jackie being tested uh, when he wants to leave. This is an amazing fight sequence. This is what you don't get in action movies anymore. Like, there's always... I mean, it makes sense in more modern action movies where the action is has to do more with the story not that this doesn't have to do it but it's a long fight sequence where it's jackie having to prove to the monastery the people in charge that he has learned enough to leave and go to fight against this guy and it is a long sequence of jackie fighting so many different people in multiple kind of stages which is pretty pretty great whether it's him fighting with a guy with like a bow staff um there's definitely some comedic moments uh you know in this but not not overly comedic um but it is funny because he's only recently learned these movements so he's not amazing necessarily but it's the only defense against the seven fists the five uh i forget what it's called but the final t test, uh, him against everyone, is great. By far the most amazing showcase for Jackie Chan, the actor, and his abilities as a martial arts actor. Like, you can't... Like, I love Keanu Reeves and all of these actors that do their own stunts or, you know, these action movies that will do long takes that really show martial arts in a traditional way. But, like, you're not going to get Keanu Reeves to do what Jackie Chan does in this scene. 
you're just not you're not going to get any actor to do that they would have to be like trained as much as jackie was and also be as young as jackie was at the time but it's just amazing this this entire set piece of him just proving that he can go fight like these extended scenes right set in a way so that it's so controlled clearly but it's a test right or a competition or it's sparring but it's just these ways to allow it to go one-on-one and to go on and on right where if these scenes were blended into kind of a regular film they would be so much shorter because it just wouldn't be as necessary to be as long um so despite the fact they don't have stakes to them because they are sparring sessions or training sessions or whatever um they're just so much more impressive to show what they can do and show the different forms it's just beautiful it's also the just the fighting styles of in these kung fu movies uh is great so then you have also jackie versus the dude uh who does the seven fists uh and he did some did well but stumbles uh, then there's a second fight at the monastery that he does much better um and it seems like if the if they edited it differently uh would make more sense the like it seems like the first fight with the seven fist dude that didn't go as well should have been before the final training montage and before he proved himself and then the last fight where that takes place at the monastery should happen after jackie it doesn't really matter it just it would it would make a little bit more sense but let's take a quick break from this episode because i want to promote are you looking for a way to take your love of the ray taylor show to the next level look no further than inspired disorder plus as a member you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks including the full week of shows ad free in both audio and video versions a live painting archive early access to the many faces members only discounts and deals a podcast back catalog with over 600 episodes but that's not all as a member you'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing you'll also get the chance to ask me anything you want with all of these benefits and more inspired disorder plus is a must have for any fan of the ray taylor show so don't wait go sign up now head on over to inspireddisorder.com plus and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership and now let's get back to the show great still the final fight scene at the monastery is amazing when it's jackie versus uh the seven fist dude but also jackie has the help of the ghosts in that that fight as well which is pretty great and there are even though there's so much great action in this it's a way better more interesting story there are still funny moments like after jackie's third day of meditation uh which i assume i mean like i said this could all be in his imagination while he's doing still doing that three-day meditation um where he's like you know oh i'm just gonna think about what i'm gonna eat after this punishment is over and it cuts to him naked in a river catching fish he's got a fish sticking out of his face he's jumping around trying to catch frogs putting them in his pants to store them while he's catching more frogs right kind of sweet talking a chicken before it breaks his neck 
right? Catching an eel, sticking that in his pants as well that tries to climb up into his butthole, right? Hilarious kind of montage of Jackie trying to get food, which seems very comical and doesn't, it seems like that would be in his dream. But, you know, didn't happen or, or did it. Uh, also, funny moment, the training montage, like I said, uh, with the ghosts that just kind of grab his limbs and kind of playing around with him like a child. Um, later, they have more practical training, but definitely fun. Uh, he has all these flashbacks to how he messed up, which is a, a fun little flashback moment uh, throughout the movie. You have sprinkle, sprinkled throughout the fight scenes. Right. There's funny moments, obviously, as Jackie does with fight scenes, just sprinkling in some comedic moments. But there's nothing overly cheesy in this movie, unlike the last film, Half Loaf of Kung Fu, which is just so heavy with the cheesy slapstick. This one is more of your traditional Jackie adding in like where he misses things screw up during the fight. In his final test. He threatens to tear the dude's beard out after, uh, you know, after it's which is a funny moment as well. Uh, a lot of just a lot of real funny moments. Then uh, you have um, when Jackie introduces himself to the seven fist dude. Uh, and he's like talking himself up. I'm the invincible, noble, exalted, one of a kind, unstopped, unstoppable Yi Lang. Uh, still has that kind of arrogance that a Jackie Chan character would have, uh, which I, I thought was fun. Uh, this movie's also got great magical moments, obviously. S supernatural elements with the ghosts, right? After the manual uh, for the seven deadly fists was taken, the only counter to that. Uh, is the five fists, five style fists, is what it's called. But it was lost many years ago, and would have to fall directly from heaven. And of course, cut to a shooting star. And what I thought at first were aliens appearing in the monastery turns out ghosts. Uh, but still, they came from space, regardless. The, or at least the manual came from came from the heavens, as as was said. And you have this great moment where Jackie's not afraid of them. Like, everybody's scared of these ghosts in the monastery, but of course Jackie's not at all. Um, and he goes up to where the main room is where the, the ghosts are, and he goes to just to take a nap. So they're messing with him while he's trying to take a nap. Uh, but come to find out that he has an ability to affect them in a way, which they have respect for and kind of lead to him getting trained by them. They, there's a scene where the monks have these prayer papers that they put over their eyes that allow them to see the ghosts. But it also allows them to see like an x-ray version of people that are living. Kind of just a fun moment where they're looking around and like you see their buddies or skeletons. Um, the five ghosts themselves are really cool. right? They all are, they're all like painted white wearing bright red wigs. Um, they have little tiny animals like toys on top of their heads that represent their different styles, right? One's got a snake. The other's got a dragon, tiger, crane, leopard, right? Which is fun. Um, they all at one point 
get our Jackie scares them and they all run away at one point leading to where the lost manual is tucked behind one of the shelves so he finds the five fists uh five style fists uh which leads to the training montage where they just grab his legs and and arms and start playing around like a child uh there is kind of a revelation or twist in this where after the blood palm kills that are happening at the monastery the guy who warned them of the old technique being used uh you see the ninja just after that and seeing that it's the mom of the dude who's using the seven fists um which is surprising considering how big the hand is and the butt blood palm uh handprint but then finding out that the ninja fighting the monks was the same at first i thought it was the same ninja then you find out it's two different it's actually the daughter who's going because the dad died and they thought it was the monk so the some twists when it comes to who these ninjas were uh and then the final reveal of who stole the manual and why right it's kind of a great whodunit reveal when you actually find out who stole the manual finding out that uh jackie was has the manual uh during the last fight he's got the the five style fists strapped to his chest uh which is kind of like during the fight his shirt gets torn off and you see that it's strapped to his chest um and then he starts losing to the monk responsible and we see the ghosts starting to be affected by the whole thing. And then it gets the manual gets torn to the ground and the ghosts escape to help. Right. Bringing that supernatural element to the final fight, I thought was great. Uh, along with the camera tricks that they use to pull off the whole ghost effect and all that. Which does add to the comedy when they don't work, you know, so well as a unit right they're not a cohesive team uh as they're all trying to jackie and the five ghosts trying to defeat this monk uh provide some comedic moments as well but in all like it ends so fast after the fight right uh he accidentally steps on the manual kind of in in a, a really fun way accidentally uh I love the supernatural elements and how they added to the training of everything. So far, uh, both this and Half a Loaf of Kung Fu are about a guy learning from written work. Although this one, he was more trained by ghosts. But still, the idea of being learning from written work to, to learn martial arts. Uh, but this movie did a far better job not only of illustrating the progress of Jackie Chan's character, but also blending the comedy into everything, right? Very toned down comedy, uh, but presents, uh, but uh, the comedy is still present throughout the uh, movie, you know, in regards to Jackie's character. Um, and you still have the ignorance and the matured immaturity uh, of his character, but also the fearlessness and willing to learn from these ghosts that were also pranksters. So they had a lot in common with the ghosts. Um, and the fight ramps up towards the final fight. 
and most are of the fights in this are in controlled settings like training sparring competition all that stuff but it, it all ramps up really great till the final fight uh the styles were also very great all of the different fighting that was in this absolutely beautiful i loved how everything was set up in this one as well the powerful style that kept uh the guard that this powerful information this manual that's kept guard by the monks is stolen right then you have this new not this like counter move is uh delivered in a great way um and you have the unlikely fuck up learning from the ghosts who teach them uh the ghost uh buried in the text of this manual uh and you know brought to reality during the training um i i don't know i loved all of it it had some great twists elements of whodunit which i love i you know every aspect of this movie i really did enjoy i did love it so much better than half a loaf of kung fu uh and a great example of the true talent of jackie chan uh so much like in so many ways this is a, a great a great uh movie to showcase what he was able to do um especially then but i want to thank you all for tuning into this episode of the ray taylor show i hope you enjoyed my thoughts on spiritual kung fu don't forget to tune in every monday wednesday and friday for more movie and tv show reviews and join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or on youtube.com slash inspired disorder until next time enjoy the show subscribe to the ray taylor show on youtube and everywhere podcasts are found binge the full week ad free over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus purchase ray taylor show merch over at inspireddisorder.com have a wonderful day everybody peace out today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about everything that you've been wanting every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real dreams can come true what you manifest in your mind, you